Your views, your news, your Limerick Today with Joe Nash on Live 95. Now it's time for a chat uh, with our panel with some recommendations for your small screen viewing. Well, you might get a bit more time than normal to do that if you're off over the next week or so. And uh, joining me in uh, the studio alongside Anne-Marie, of course, Ashlyn and Alison. Um, and uh, Alison, th- th- this is it for you. You're, 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 you're finishing. You're, you've been our intern for the last six months, the end of uh, the week. Yeah. It's the last one. It's been emotional, guys. <laughs> Do you think she really means that? I have, I have, I have some doubts. But, uh, so you've enjoyed it. We've been fantastic, have, haven't I we? Have. Brilliant. You've brilliant. Been, we've been brilliant. I'd recommend to a friend. <laughs> and you've been great too. And are, what happens next? Are you back into studies or? Yeah, I'm going on to Erasmus next. Oh, great! Yeah, which is exciting. I'm going to the states. So oh, be fun! Brilliant. Yeah. Um, is that is that a six month thing or how does yeah that work? yeah until the summer and then back to college in September. I often life. wonder. Did you, did you do Erasmus? I did, yeah. Right after the internship as well. I'm did fun. you? Yeah, yeah. And where did you go? Um, I went to Sweden, Stockholm. Yeah, right. it was the best part. Of, I don't know. Live 95 was good, but Erasmus now, like, completely. Live 95 was good. It was amazing. <laughs> well, I'm yeah. delighted here because you're working with us now. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, but I think it must be hard to go back to college after that. I would say it's going to be hard, yeah. Yeah, I found it difficult. I found it hard that summer thinking, oh, I'm back now because Erasmus, like, every week we were planning a new trip. It was amazing. There was new experiences. And then you're like, back to Limerick now, back to living in Castle Troy. But it was, the fourth year was a great year. So, mm. yeah, it, it brings its own challenges, but it was still, a, it was a good time. And, and that's finally your fourth year then, yeah. is it? Yeah, that's it. Yeah. I, I just think that whole, um, you know, Erasmus and, and the co-op thing and the internships and all that, I think they're, they're just brilliant. I mean, they're a great yeah. part of uh, education. You know, you do, you, uh, you learn so much. Anyway, it's been great to have you. Thank you so much. It's been uh, great to be here. <laughs> right. So let us move on then. Um, Anne-Marie, I'm like, there's no, but I, although I did, I was interested, Anne-Marie, yesterday. I, I was surprised to hear you say yesterday in connection with another item that you, you, we're doing some last minute shopping which is very unusual for you ah yeah see someone mentioned something to me in the last minute and I went oh thanks for telling me that now ah. <laughs> you want that do you oh yeah <laughs> and do you know I have everything done like <laughs> um, oh, yeah look there'll be the few bits and you know the food kind of is left to the last minute and that kind of thing but generally I'm yeah. kind of prepared the end of November <laughs> you're, 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 you're super organised um, done and I know you have said to us, Alison, that you are too. You're yeah, one of these very organised people. Mm-hmm. You're done. The hopeless nothing. I, I have. Oh, great. <laughs> I started, yeah. <laughs> Somebody else like me. I started on Monday. And uh, yeah, yeah, I'm bad. Like, I, I got my little brother his presents because they had to be ordered. But after that, no, it's it's terrible. I'm going in. I'm one of the rush beef. I just can't plan ahead like that. Mm-hmm. And I, I think I just don't particularly like shopping, which is probably controversial. But I find it quite intimidating picking out presents and stuff. I don't know. So I get, kind of get caught up in the rush. So because you do that, do you think that the uh, shouting, screaming insanity of the last few days is the Christmas norm then? Yeah, yeah. Like I'm used to getting into the car with my dad and at like Christmas Eve being like, we have to start like six people's presents. <laughs> That's just been my Christmas reality for like... That's my uh, idea of a nightmare. It is, it is a nightmare. I don't recommend it like, and I'm, I'm every year I'm like, I need to start in October. I need to start planning. Try to this year completely go. I don't know what happened to me. Yeah. And now I'm in the same situation. So I'm obviously just destined to follow the path of my dad. <laughs> you see, I would have thought that everything that went on with lockdowns and the pandemic and all of that would make people realise that you know the world doesn't end on St Stephen's Day but 
still we're back to this yeah <laughs> I actually really enjoyed the pandemic Christmases because there was a little bit of like it was different you know what I mean there wasn't as much of a rush you were kind of taken out of yourself a little bit and kind of brought down to basics again but yeah we've kind of forgotten about that I think we're overemphasizing it again mm. back to our normal craziness <laughs> absolutely I mean I, you know, if I don't get another pair of socks and it has to wait for January I, I can live with that yeah <laughs> if someone says to me I forgot to get you a pair of socks okay no, you wouldn't. <laughs> no, you wouldn't. <laughs> well, I'd be sort of going, oh, no, no, you forgot to get me some. Defense. Uh, you see, this is it. You see, this, I think, is a very interesting point because there are, definitely are people who would take it very seriously. Very seriously. I'm not one of them. I'm not, like, if someone said to me, I just couldn't, you know, there was a problem and something happened and they could, no, I, you know, I, I totally understand that everyone has their own view of these things. And for some people, a gift is absolutely key. But for me, the gift of people's love is enough. Uh, <laughs> the silence. <laughs> I'm saying, uh, saying nothing. Yeah, I, I noticed. Uh, okay, uh, let us move on to recommendations before I get myself in trouble uh, again or more. Um, Aaron Brockovich, this is an interesting choice now that Amory has made. In fact, the choices across the board today are those that you may have spotted before, but they seem to be saying, well worth another watch, or if you haven't, maybe catch it first time. Uh, it's on Netflix, Aaron Brockovich. Let's hear a clip. I'm smart, I'm hardworking, and I'll do anything, and I'm not leaving here without a job. Make me beg. In a law firm, you may want to rethink your wardrobe a little. Well, as long as I have one ass instead of two, I'll wear what I like if that's all right with you. You might want to rethink those ties. Why are there medical records and blood samples in real estate files? Would you mind if I investigate this a little further? What makes you think you can just walk in there and find what we need? They're called boobs, Ed. Right. Okay. Um, yeah, I, I have. It's a while since I've seen the film. I, I, I didn't realize there were that many feisty lines in it, and you've just taken thirty seconds. Well, they're 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 wonderful. <laughs> they're all through it, and um, this lady Erin Brockovich, played by Julia Roberts in the movie, clearly had a personality, and it has uh, achieved a lot for her. This is my fourth time watching it, Joe. It's been a few years since I watched it uh, the third time. Um, and it hasn't really aged hugely. Uh, I still think it's very good, but I sat down and watched it with my teenage daughter because we're going through this phase of um, her wanting to learn something about some of the older movies that are wonderful and stand the test of time. So this was one of them. And she did enjoy it. She just found the information a bit overload. But anyway, Erin uh, Brockovich, she basically uh, is a woman who, you know, came in off the street into a law firm, begged her way in to get a job, um, and she discovered a massive, massive scandal going on. Um, a, a company that was contaminating groundwater in California, covering a huge area, massive amount of people impacted. Um, she stumbled across things in files in the solicitor's office. She started asking questions and it ended up in one of the biggest legal cases in the history uh, over there that um, the amount of people who were, were sick and were dying as a result of what was in the water, uh, there was a huge cover-up going on and misleading information and this solicitor's firm ended up taking on a much bigger firm to come in and take on a case against this company and they won uh, millions, millions for the people impacted. Uh, so it's, it's a great story but just the lines in it are brilliant as well. And, and Julie Roberts won 
won an Oscar for it, if I'm right. Um, she did, yeah. It was a, it's an Oscar award winning, uh, winning film. Um, and also, the real Erin Brockovich turns up in one of the scenes. And um, there's a scene where um, Julia Roberts is in a restaurant and the person serving her is Erin Brockovich. Now, Joe, I didn't know that. And I remember that scene and I remember the lady. That's Erin Brockovich. And she does look like Julia. Mm. The long yeah. hair tied up. I do yeah. remember that scene. Um, and and I, I heard Julia Roberts talking about this recently and she said that the, the director had a, a bit of fun with it because if you look at the name tag that Erin Brockovich is wearing, playing the part... The name tag is Julia. I must. Lo- oh, I have to go back and look at that now. <laughs> Which is just—it's quite funny. Oh, I have to go back. I never yeah, knew that. Yeah, you learn something yeah, new yeah. every day. And, and one other thing, because we were talking about the snapper recently on its thirtieth mm. anniversary. Uh, did you sit down with your daughter and watch yeah, that? I remember was, we were talking yeah. about the third, and I said, "Oh, I must sit down with her and see what she thought because because of the attitude uh, towards women, I suppose, in it, and how the whole that scene was viewed that we talked about." Yeah, and I was quite taken aback. Um, she turned around and said to me at the end of it, "There are still some of those views today, Mum." Like I would have thought, the things, world hasn't moved on the, the, that much. Basically. No, and she's, you know, she, yeah, she. I, I kind of was taken aback because I thought the world had moved on more than I maybe realise, or I thought it had, or you yeah, know what I'm trying to say. I do. Um, but yeah, so I was a bit taken aback. She said, "Oh, some people still view things that way." You know, that I was commenting about, you know, how it's the girl's fault she gets in trouble if she gets drunk, and you know, all of that kind of thing. It was the blame on the woman, kind of in it, and um, the young girl in this case. Um, and she said there is similar views still in society, according to her, as a young teenage woman today. So right. I was a bit taken aback. Interesting. OK, well, thank you, Anne-Marie. We'll take a break and we'll hear from Ashlyn and Alison after that. Their recommendations. Now we have some further recommendations for you for your small screen viewing and... Um, um, we are going to go now. It's, it's at you, Ashlyn, isn't it? Who is the Muppets Christmas Carol? You've been, it is, okay, yeah. well, let's hear, <laughs> let's hear this first. Oh, there goes Mr. Humbug. There goes Mr. Grin. Do you think it's safe for us to be up here? If you please, Mr. Scrooge, the bookkeeping staff would like to have an extra shovel full of coal for the fire. How would the bookkeepers like to be suddenly unemployed? It's Charles Dickens' classic tale. As only the Muppets can tell it. It's good to be heckling again. It's good to be doing anything again. Filled with holiday warmth. Hey, 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 like the lamb, not the rat, like the lamb, not the rat. And Christmas spirit. So is it true there are different variations of this movie? That, that trailer is from the 90s? I'm actually not sure about that, Joe, but it's um, I'm a big film lover. As you know, I've come on a lot of times to talk about films and it's rare to use the term cinematic masterpiece, but I do think it applies to The Muppets Christmas Carol. It's actually meant to be one of the most faithful adaptions to Charles Dickens' text as well. I don't know if that's true because I haven't read The Christmas Carol, the book, but um, I actually had a dream the other night where um, a ghost was talking to me and was like up in the window and speaking to me. And then I was like, oh my God, that must have meant something. And then I just realised it was the ghost of uh, Christmas past from The Muppets because it's such a distinctive 
character design. I was like, I wonder, is it someone from like the past trying to tell me something? And then I realised I just watched them up. It wasn't that deep. Wow. Um, well, thanks for that insight there, Ashley. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, but back to the movie, the thing the rest of us can see. Um, yeah. is, is it good? It's really, really good. It's amazing. Yeah, yeah. I think anything by Jim Henson is amazing. Like Labyrinth as well. It's, it's such an amazing film. But uh, I hadn't seen it since I was a child. And I heard uh, Declan Doody's recommendation and the Christmas uh, TV panel. Yeah, last week. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And I thought, you know what? I must watch it again. And it's it's genuinely such a brilliant film. Like it's 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 so well made, and, and the character designs are are amazing, and the script is it's genuinely entertaining. I find mm. a lot of kids' movies can be a bit hard to watch. So if you are looking for something during the Christmas to throw on with kids, I think it's a Who, good shout. Who's the only crossover character between the Muppets and Sesame Street? Oh, I don't know. It's mm. a good one. Good question there, Joe. Is it Big Bird? No. Animal. Is oh, it? good guesses, but no, no. No, I'm doubting myself. <laughs> you know, I was very I was very confident when I asked the question that I knew the answer for certain, and now I'm starting to wonder. I wanted to San Marino. I'm a bit um, crossover. I'm a bit shocked at your knowledge this morning between Aaron Brockovich <laughs> now and this. That's almost Christmas. I, I'm on. a bit stumped. <laughs> um, I would have said through the week here, guys. Miss <laughs> Piggy, Miss Piggy, no. Between uh, between the, between Sesame Street and um, oh, she's not in, in Sesame Street. I th- Do you know who it is? Go on, Kermit. Kermit's the only oh, crossover. you're right. Thank you. Now I've learned two things today. Two things. That's it. No, that is the extent of my television and movie knowledge. Well done, Joe. That is it. Anyway, so uh, the, uh, the Muppets Christmas Carol. This is the patronisation. Muppets Christmas Carol is on Disney Plus. Is yep. that right? Okay. Um, Alison, now I watched this. This is the series. Yeah. Um, it's on Netflix, still on Netflix. And yeah, I, I think this is a great recommendation. It's Inventing Anna. Let us hear a clip. She is everything that is wrong with America right now. I am famous. People are painting a public picture of me as some criminal. That's not my story. What is your story? I'm a cold, yes, I'm a cold piece. Anna came to New York, no rich parents, no connections. Sometimes you gotta fake it till you make it. Now we get to the good part. And I think you ought to, I'm a servant what they want you. Anna is a legend around here. You have to work hard to get what you want. I've always known that. I'm building something. No, this is really good. Um, but it's true but made up. That's what a lot of the reviews yeah, say about it. Yeah, and it's, it, there's a disclaimer at the start of everything. It says this story is entirely true except for everything that's made up. Yeah, yeah, that's so right. So it's hard to differentiate between what could be true and what could be um, just written into the show but it basically follows for anyone who doesn't know it basically follows the story of a journalist who's investigating the case of Anna Delvey who basically posed as a German heiress and made her way into New York high society and in turn conned um, and numerous people in um, numerous members of New York high society, elite. Yeah, yes, yes. Yeah, they so. were really I was amazed how easy it was yeah. for her to fool them, wasn't and it? And I think that's what it is. It's just so unbelievable mm. that you have to wonder how it's a true story. Yeah, but it is. So, and, and, and it was like, of course, part of the mm-hmm. thing here was even when people got caught, they were so embarrassed that they'd been yeah. caught, they were keeping their mouths yeah. shut, weren't they? Which allowed her to carry on for a long time. Yeah, absolutely. And it was kind of an interesting take on society to see how everybody in that sphere was so trusting of her based on her image and how she presented herself and because she had no 
you know, she would say, oh, I have, I'll, I'll wire you this and I'll send on these forms to show that I can pay for everything. And they were all like, oh yeah, she can because she has this expensive bag on, but she had no money, nothing to her name. No, no, yeah. it is. It's a really, really fascinating yeah. uh, story and uh, I really enjoyed it too. That's Inventing Anna on Netflix. Thank you, Alison, for that recommendation. Ashlyn, The Muppets Christmas Carol on Disney Plus and Anne-Marie Erin Brockovich on Netflix. So a little bit different mix mix there <laughs> today, but not a bad mix at all because you won't want to be watching non-stop Christmas stuff uh, over uh, the festive season either. Thank you all very much. Really interesting. Your views, your news, your limerick today with Joe Nash on Live 95.